As if you didn't know, that was Tiananmen Hairball from Chairman Meow. Not to be confused with the Groove Kitties killer bassist, Chairman Meow's beat spinning day started as one half of the Taiwanese breakbeat duo Chiang Kai Shek's in Effect. Well, that's gonna do it for Red Beats Night. This is Anison, and you're listening to Better Radio. In the deep, dark, distant future, long after the Earth's collapse, the human government seeks the truth of what went wrong. To find out, they commission archaeoastronomer ships to travel the stars in search of Frequency Earth. Manned by researcher Jeffrey Lutz and roboted by Sheldon, a Space Amigo 2200, we join Jeffrey now, already in stasis. Jeff, wake up. We're entering a hot zone. What? There are radio signals here from Earth. Get up. I feel terrible. Why, is your beard still frozen? Here, put your face in this. Ah! What are you? Who are you? I'm a Space Amigo 2200 series. You can call me Sheldon. Space Amigo? Is it Android? Dude android? Well, yeah. That's the box you checked on the equipment tronic. It's a long trip. It doesn't seem like I'd have picked out a dude android. Okay, technically you chose the Amiga, which is a Commodore 64000, when what you wanted was the Slutistrophic. It's a pretty common mistake, so Command took care of it. So why didn't they just give me the Slutist whatever? Turns out Slut OS was pretty vulnerable to computer virus. Ships are getting stranded in space. But if you think it'll help... Is this better, Jeffrey? Yikes, no. Great voice, not with that face. It's creepy. Sorry, boss. Computer! What's up? No, not... Ship's computer! What's up? You both sound like that? It's the default. What else have you got? This is a popular Next. Hi there. This Next. is Next. Would this be acceptable? That'll do. How long have we got? We're entering the path of Earth transmissions now. I started warming up the telescopes about the same time I started thawing out you. We should be good. Okay. Let's see what we've got. Welcome back to the Connecticut Eye on CTV. My guest today is Alan Casampa, Libertarian candidate for governor. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Now, Alan, there are some vicious ads out there that say you oppose public education. Uh, Larry, I'm all for education. Kids should go to school and get good grades, just not on the taxpayers' millions of dimes. But that's what makes it public. It's for the public good. Oh, sure. You say that now, uh, but if you knew what it cost to educate a million kids, uh, you'd be singing a different tune, my friend. Uh, it's irresponsible spending, like a lot of these so-called public good programs. Alan, we can't just turn over all public services to the private sector. No, why not? We've already seen uh, how well it works. Uh, messenger services, uh, toll roads, uh, restaurants that serve soup. If the public has a need, uh, the marketplace will rise up and meet it. So let's say my house catches fire. Ah, let's hope it doesn't. <laughs> no, if it did, could I still dial 911? Uh, you might. Uh, but why not just uh, phone up a private fire extinguishing service? Uh, thanks to our friendly competition, uh, they'll all want to be first on the scene. But won't each fire department need to install their own hydrants? Uh, do you live here in New Haven? Yes, I do. Well, then you're lucky. We project as many as six 
privately held water companies will service this area. Uh, each fire department can choose to contract with some or all of them. But why do we need six water companies? Won't everyone just want to use the one that's cheapest? Uh, firefighters use a lot of water, Larry. A lot. And uh, they'll want a company that uh, offers a discount on volume. But Alan, what about homeowners? You know, homeowners uh, might want to shop around, uh, read some uh, consumer reports. After all, how often is it that the cheapest option is the most delicious? Most delicious? It's water. Uh -huh. Some waters can be much cleaner than others, you know? Now, why would a water company provide water that you can't drink? Why would your administration even... I'm not saying they would. I'm saying uh, these are the kinds of places we don't need sticky government fingers in. I do not agree with you, sir, but we have a caller. Hello, caller. You're on the Connecticut Eye. Yeah, what if my house is on fire, but the firemen I call don't have a license to drive on the privately owned road to my house? Uh, this is what the open market is for. Uh, what road owner would pass up a customer uh, by not placing licensing agreements at major intersections? It could come down to personal politics. Like, if the road owner happened to be Scottish, and then sir, they could Sir, sir, that's not the market at work. What makes sense is for everyone to help out everyone else. It's simple human nature. Okay, thank you, caller. Next caller, you're on the Connecticut Eye. What's your question? Yo, Larry, uh, Alan, hey. Uh, I have a question for Alan. That's why we're here. Go right ahead. You libertarians, uh, you're all into that personal responsibility stuff, right? Absolutely. Uh, the use of drugs should be a personal decision. Well, I'm not really into the drug thing, but... Uh, we can do whatever we want with our bodies, right? What did you have in mind, caller? Well, I figure he says that any two adults can consent to whatever. Uh, certainly, what happens in your bedroom is your business. Whoa, what? No, man. I want to bring back dueling. Dueling? Are you asking Mr. Kasempa to legalize murder? I, I believe what your caller is referring to is a gentleman's agreement. Yeah, I mean, we can do whatever we want with our bodies, right? So, if this Yahoo next door steals my trash can, again, I could challenge him and- Okay, sorry to cut you off, caller, but CTV does have a strict policy against being a party to a murder. Can you believe these guys, Alan? No, I believe with the proper paperwork, uh, this could uh, be an approach to dying with dignity. I'm going to remind you that we're live on CTV. Uh, I would only be allowing what the Founding Fathers intended it's all in the Bill of Rights. I don't recall the Second Amendment having a clause to cover spite. Our nation has a rich history of dueling. It's, it's what makes this country great. Of course. We have time for one more question. Uh, shoot. What would a guy who wants to eliminate every government job in sight even do with an elected office? Uh, naturally, Larry, I plan to dismantle the governorship. Wow. We might have hit the metaphorical nail on the allegorical head with the first swing of the proverbial hammer. Which proverb is that, Jim? Never mind. Computer, did that man become governor of Connecticut? President? Emperor? Was the destruction of the Earth his fault somehow? No. Well, then I guess we're going to have to keep at it. That's what we do. Well, that's what I do. And I know what the Sluttotron was for. What do you do? I run the ship. The ship needs running? What good is a computer? Well, I dust. The bridge? All 86 decks, including the Pixie Lounge on deck 33. 86 decks? I was expecting a telescope strapped to a cabin cruiser. That's what you got. Except the main dish is 100 stories tall. Neat. Jeffrey, I'm recording incoming transmissions on a variety of frequencies awaiting your analysis. Hit it. <laughs>
What'd you get, Max? Chicken club, same as you. Is it excellent? Tastes like chicken. You? A lot like chicken, yeah. Luke, the ham? It tastes like humans, not chicken. Nope. Just like human flesh. You couldn't know that. Why not? He could. He couldn't. He's not a cannibal. I read about it. Humans and pigs are flavor cousins. Flavor cousins. Maybe Luke is a cannibal. You don't know. I think we'd know. What the hell are flavor cousins? Oh, uh, you know, when two meats are in the same family, similar characteristics, <laughs> similar flavor. That's not a thing. And even if it was, which it isn't, there have only been three cases of cannibalism in America's history. Name them. Uh, Donner, Dahmer, and... No, I can't think of it. But it doesn't happen, because if it did, people would know. Because you have to kill your food to cook it, and a cannibal's food is other people. Wait, wait, just because he hasn't eaten anyone yet doesn't mean he's not a cannibal. How could he be a cannibal if he hasn't eaten anything? You just said it. Sliced human is hard to come by. Just because Luke hasn't gotten a hold of any yet doesn't mean he wouldn't like to. That's not how crimes work. You don't just decide each morning, yay or nay, I'm an arsonist. Just thinking of stealing something doesn't make me a thief. It's not just having humnivorous tendencies. Like, you could be gay without having sex with any men. Very popular, the sex with men. Popular? Historically, yeah. Look, that's not how it works. I could be raped, or I could consent to an evening of vigorous sex with another dude and decide I didn't enjoy it, and it's not for me, and I'm not gay. Oh, but it's the instant that I've consumed human flesh, boom, cannibal. Yes. And you're a cannibal forever. You can't quit or decide you don't like it. You don't quit having killed someone, do you? You might not have killed the person you ate. And you could still eat other things. Sure, it'd be tricky if that was all you could eat. It's not like being a vegetarian. It's more of a status, like, uh... Wait, wait, hold on. Let's go back to your night of vigorous sex with the dude. That was hypothetical. Sure it was. And you can just decide, gay or nay, when you're done. Well, maybe I won't know that I'm not a cannibal until I've tried it. I'd want to make an informed decision. No, you you just can't. There's the social contract. So is Mike Tyson the third example you were thinking of? Oh, I'm pretty sure he spat that out. Ah, so it's not enough to take a bite. You've got to digest it. Right. You could bite someone in self-defense. You're not eating them. Uh, that wasn't self-defense. He was in a fight. He's a fighter. He's a prize fighter. When you're a multi-millionaire because of how successfully you can punch another man in the face, that's not self-defense. Oh. What? The fine young cannibals. They're number three. They're not cannibals. They say they are. By every indication, they're pretty good at it. No. What if you're tricked? How do you get tricked? Here, have some of my Soylent Green. No. Well, I could probably tell you that it's ham. When you're driving through Los Angeles County and can't find a place to park, where do you turn? That's right, Emily Brothers. With one convenient location at 425 Carl, you always know where to find us. Emily Brothers. Sometimes I'm just driving around, you know? I'm driving around and I don't know where to park. That's when I look for an Emily Brothers. Whether shopping downtown or dropping the kids off at school, why not park in the lot you trust? The Emily Brothers parking. Only 13 miles from LAX. Emily Brothers. You can't put a price on peace of mind, can you? $11 worth of comfort. That's why I park at Emily Brothers. And here's a special treat to our Emily Brothers Discount Parking Club members. We're pleased to announce the addition of a brand new bus stop just two and a half convenient blocks east of Emily Brothers World Headquarters at 425 Carl. Emily Brothers. I'm Wayne Emily, and when my dad and half-uncle opened their parking lot in 1974, I like to think a little part of L.A. County was born. In the business since 1974, Emily Brothers Parking Lot Company is the name you can trust. Just look for the sign that says, Emily Brothers Parking Lot Company. And that's the tour. Everything below Deck 86 is vacuum storage. I could show you, but it would kill you. That can wait, then. How do you keep track of all these experiments and exhibits? 
I'm programmed with the equivalent knowledge and experience of a human with at least three PhDs. In what? Science. What about the other two? Both science. Oh. Well, that's a tough field. Good work there. Thanks. Taking us back up to the bridge, then? Nope. Deck 22. 22. That's the hatchery, right? Yep. But today, it's also the chapel. <laughs> the chapel? You're a God-fearing robot? I'm not so much spiritual as I am religious. I like the ritual of it and the stories. Please be seated. So, you have religious texts on board? I wouldn't have expected command to allow... I don't. We intercepted some transmissions in year three that matched the vocal profile of a preacher. And now, this recording from the Book of Zero. I was reminded of what flaming idiots most pedestrians are. A guy was riding his bicycle on the road about a foot from the curb when he clearly had a sidewalk available for his use. He was also riding it in an area of heavy traffic, forcing me and the other drivers to go around him, which I always do extra cautiously because I've always felt that the stupidest of pedestrians are the ones most likely to go gold digging off people's insurance policies. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they suffer from the delusion that they're allowed to be ignorant because driving a car is a privilege, not a right. While I don't argue with this, I still maintain that someone who runs across a poorly lit main road at night while wearing dark clothes is asking to be hit. Maybe the first step in solving this problem and forcing morons to be more careful is to start thinking that being a pedestrian is also a privilege. Amen. That was... enlightening. Go in peace to love and dust the ship. And you too may prefer to strap into your cleaners. We'll be jumping into our next scheduled point of interception in 11.4 minutes. I don't have to go back in the freezer, do I? Nah, not for the short jumps. We got a bunch of those coming up. Good thing. I barely thawed. Oh look, baby chicks. Oh look out, baby chicks, baby snakes. Baby sharks! Into the escape hatch! Run! Frequency Earth Unthawing was written and directed by Rob Schultz and produced by Russell August Anderson featuring the vocal talents of G. Maximilian Zaru, Nicola Clark, Rob Schultz, Sam Proof, Jake Regal, Brendan McGovern, Kenny Beck, Russell Anderson, Courtney Simpson, Michael Upperco, Whitney Smith, and me, Tim Greer. With original music by Darius Holbert and Z-Rob. This radio program, like so much of creation, is not art. Tape operator Rocco Alloy.